Hello and welcome back to the Unnamed Podcast, Episode 2. I am your host, Tyler Orman. Got a few sports topics to get into today. Uh, Not a ton of news. Uh, We had some Manager of the Year awards come out. We got USA Men's Soccer on tonight, but no one would know it. Um, We got Coach K's Kids an Alcoholic? Question mark? No, probably not, but uh, probably just a stupid college kid doing stupid stuff. We got a former NBA point guard, NBA uh, All Star that's going to box a former uh, NFL Pro Bowler. Uh, and we got a same game parlay for you here on DraftKings. We'll see what else we can get into. So let's hop right into it. So, first off, USA men's national team soccer trying to qualify for the World Cup, playing Jamaica. No one would know it. The game started at like 4 30 in the afternoon and. It's on Paramount fucking plus. Okay? I mean, how in the hell am I supposed to watch USA men's soccer qualify for the World Cup, which is a big deal because we haven't done that in a while. And I've got to watch, I've got to buy Paramount plus. Like, fuck that. I'm not doing it. I'll keep you posted. If anything changes, game will probably end during this podcast. It's 1-1 in the 74th minute. So... We will see how that goes. Uh, Manager of the year, Gabe Kapler, led the 107-win San Francisco Giants, won NL Manager of the year. The reason that's important is because as a diehard Cardinal fan, I am thankful that Mike Schilt actually did not win that award. I did not want the team to have to answer for firing their Manager of the year right after he wins the award. Actually, before he won the award. Uh, but after the season in which he wins the award. So uh, M- Gabe Kapler wins that award. Mike Schilt, uh, without a job, uh, awardless as well. And I got to tell you, I haven't expressed my two cents on here, but I do believe that this Mike Schilt uh, decision to get rid, to move on, I think it was an okay decision. I don't know if it was the right decision yet. I'm not going to go out that far on a limb. But Mike Schilt was not very good at making pitching changes, and he liked to stick with his closer, Alex Reyes, way too long. Sorry, I am enjoying a uh, New Glarus spotted cow as we record this. Went up and bought like a hundred of them. Not even joking. We bought a hundred of uh, New Glarus products, and 96 of them were spotted cow. So we got... I got a bunch on my breezeway trying to give them out to friends we bought them for. So uh, I got to drink a lot of beer here. Um, It's a good thing beer doesn't go bad, but it definitely does not go bad in my house. I can tell you that one for sure. So uh, let's move on. Uh, Let's talk about Coach K's grandson getting a DWI. Okay. Uh, Michael Savarino. He's He's a guard for Duke. Okay. Apparently, looks like was hanging out with Paolo Banchero, which is the best player in the league, in the NCAA, a lot of people believe. Um, well, I mean, maybe not the best player, but the best freshman for sure. Uh, Severino is 20, was arrested on DWI charges. Benchero's 19, was charged with aiding and abetting DUI, and I'm not sure how you do that. So... Basically, what we're getting from ESPN, Savarino was pulled over 
early Sunday morning after it looks like he blew a stop sign, uh, blew into the breathalyzer, had a .08. Really tough break there for the kid. Um, so his license has been revoked for 30 days. But what is really weird is Benchero, who was in, and I may be saying that wrong, Benchero, he was a passenger in the back seat. And I don't know how you get sided with aiding and abetting DUI. That does not make sense to me. Um, Benchero's court date is December 8th. Uh, the status of the two players for tonight's game against Gardner-Webb has not been announced. Um, again, Benchero is the number, potential number one pick in the NBA draft, averaging just over 19 points a game. So... Severino is a former walk-on who was put on scholarship last summer. So um, very weird situation going on at Duke. A uh, situation where this these kids made bad decisions. I don't excuse them at all. But I don't know how you can get uh, aiding and abetting a DUI, DWI. Excuse me. So hopefully the legal system comes to their senses. And uh, I do believe that Severino should be charged and he should face punishment. I mean, he drove uh, at the legal limit, which is illegal, puts people in danger. But aiding and abetting, DWI, I mean, give me a break. Come on now. So, all right, moving on. Uh, we have, I don't know if you've heard about this. This is a, a very strange kind of story. Um, I, I really don't know. Uh, I really don't know what this is about. I'm an Illinois fan, as you all know. Uh, Darren Williams is going to fight Frank Gore on December 18th. He says he's had a lifelong combat itch. Um, uh, I, I don't know. He says, I'm not Nate Robinson. I've been training stand-up and boxing for 8 to 10 years. I've sparred against high-level UFC guys that are bigger than me that are my size and that are smaller than me. So he uh, he's going to fight Frank Gore, who if you know anything or have ever seen Frank Gore, he is absolutely the most compact person I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Let me get measurements on Frank Gore. Uh, NFL running back, believe in the top 10 all-time of rushing yard, definitely in the top 10, believe he's in the top five. He's actually third. He's at 16,000 rushing yards here about. He's third all time. He's 5'9", 212 people. 5'9", 212. Okay, that is compact. Darren Williams, on the other hand, Darren Williams, obviously a basketball player, going to be a little bit more lanky. Uh, not sure if he's put on weight. Uh, let's look at this. Darren Williams, 6'3", 200. So Darren Williams comes in with a 6-inch height advantage, but down 12 pounds. I have a very weird urge to bet on this fight, but I don't know which way I want to go yet. I think I'm going to go Darren Williams. I'm going to go Darren Williams with his, with his training, with his background. He's a part owner, apparently, in a highly regarded MMA gym in Dallas. He was a wrestler as a kid. So 
Frank Gore looks like he's coming into this just by being tough. Uh, oh, there's a 215-pound time, 215-pound uh, limit. It's the undercard of the Paul versus of the Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury fight in Tampa, Florida. It's going to be a four-round professional bout. So, you know, I, I'm going to take Darren Williams in this. I'm going to take Darren Williams. I'm going to see if I can get a spread on this, if I can get some odds. Let me look into my DraftKings here. DraftKings, where is boxing? Where is boxing, DraftKings? Oh, I can't even find it. Oh, come on, man. How in the world? Oh, golf. How in the world am I supposed to bet on this incredible fight? How in the world am I supposed to bet on this incredible fight if... Damn it. Well, I'm going to have to put a note down for later. Darren Williams, let me write that down. Darren Williams, probably going to be the favorite. I don't care. I think he knocks Frank Gore out. I'm doing it. Darren Williams to knock out Frank Gore. You heard it here first, people. I-L-L, till I die. Till I die. Okay. What other news do we got? Zion cleared for contact, going to start one-on-one -on -one drills. Man, I hope, he, hope he's been eating better. He's been out of shape. Pelicans are 2-13. and 13. Man. Zion Williamson really has had a very injury-laden career. He's in his third year. He's only played 85 games. Man, I don't know. A lot of people love him, but nobody's been talking about Zion Williamson as a bust yet. I'm going to start that conversation. Zion Williamson may be a bust. Maybe we need to look into this. Maybe we start, need to start saying we've gone, we've gone absolutely haywire on guys like Greg Oden and other guys like that, and I think that there needs to be some accountability here. Zion Williamson may be a bust. And you can't say, you know, him and Greg Oden are very similar. Injuries. So, Zion Williamson. Bust watch. Right foot fractures. Fra right foot fractures suffered in the summer. Supposed to be available for the start of the season. That didn't happen. I don't, I really don't know what this guy, man. I really don't know what this guy, I think. He, uh. I'm not sure basketball is the most important thing to him, and if it is, he needs to show it. I think he needs to show it. I think he needs to lose some weight. I think he needs to figure out the kind of player he's going to be in the NBA because he's a big bully in college, and that works. It does not work in the NBA, not anymore. Not unless you're Shaq size and no one's Shaq size. So moving on, former Pro Bowl running back Le'Veon Bell released by the Baltimore Ravens. Says he struggled in five games. I honestly had not been keeping up with him. Um, oh, he averaged 2.7 yards a carry. Yeah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. They got Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman on the depth chart. They're going to be fine. They've got uh, Tyson Williams as well. They've got, obviously, Lamar Jackson. This team is... 
Oh. I believe they were leading the league in rushing. The running backs are not, but with rushing team leader. Oh, let me see. Pulling it up here, folks. Rushing team leader in the NFL is the Ravens by almost 400 yards. The Ravens are leading the league in rushing by almost 400 yards, and their running backs have combined for 705 yards rushing, which is 23rd in the NFL. That is why you have Lamar Jackson, folks. That's why you have Lamar Jackson. Absolutely incredible the other night that he and the Ravens ended up losing that game. Um, you know, I, I've been doing a lot of fantasy football work today. Uh, I tell you what, the Cordero Patterson injury is really messing with some lineups. Uh, I got to get a kicker, which is probably the most annoying thing in the league, except for maybe getting a new defense. Um, I usually stream defenses anyway, so it's, you know, not a big deal. But uh, Aaron Jones going to be out one to two weeks. That's going to hurt me. Uh, I'm in three leagues, folks. I am in three leagues. So it's tough to keep everything straight. Um, I do have Cordero Patterson in all three leagues, though. Uh, in one league, I have Saquon Barkley. So please feel sorry for me. I am sucking in that league. I'm four and six. Uh, I believe I'm four and six. Crap, what am I? Uh, in another league, I've got Alvin Kamara, who's out. Or hurt, he was out last week. I've got so I've got Brandon McManus as my kicker in all three leagues. So let me tell you something: draft the same kicker in all three leagues. It's a terrible decision. Okay, it's a terrible decision. You gotta. I thought he was gonna be a good kicker. I just went all in, and you've got to diversify your kickers in your different leagues. It's something I didn't know. Something I'd never done before, but. That's my fantasy football advice is don't get the same kicker in every league. So let's take a look at the NBA slate tonight. We've got a big game on TNT here at 6.30. Coming up in about 45 minutes, Golden State and Brooklyn. Sorry, just checking USA Jamaica is still tied. Golden State, Brooklyn. I have a same game parlay. If you go to DraftKings, you can do a same game parlay streak and earn free bets so I'm doing a $20 same-game parlay, Steph Curry 25-plus points, KD 25-plus points, and Poole plus 14 points. I believe those odds are about one plus 115, $20 to win 43. I am excited. Okay, I'm not picking a winner in this game. I do think it will be Golden State, but I don't want to pick a winner because I want to win this same-game parlay and... I love doing player props instead of picking winners. So what about the Bulls last night? Are we going to talk about the Bulls? Well, considering I'm the only one here, we are going to talk about the Bulls. Sarah Spain on ESPN has proclaimed the Bulls are back. Everybody is saying the Bulls are back. They come in with an absolute beatdown of the LA Lakers, 121 to 103. DeMar DeRozan says his washed-up criticism is fueling his hot start. He had 38 points. Zach Levine had 26. Lonzo Ball had 27 with eight assists. So the Bulls absolutely dominate. Desumu, I'm going to shout out Desumu stats every time I read a Bulls box score. Desumu with 21 minutes, 
10 more than Kobe White. Kobe White comes back from injury. Uh, Dasumu, even in a blowout, was actually minus four on his plus minus. That's not very good. Five points, two of seven shooting. What I like is he's coming off the bench and he's looking for a shot. You know, he's looking for a shot. Uh, a lot of the Bulls, I tell you what, Dasumu led the Bulls in minutes off the bench with 21. The starters, Tony Bradley played 27. Everybody else played 34 plus. Lonzo Ball played 38 minutes. So Bulls really went after it. Uh, Anthony Davis got ejected. Not sure if you saw that. Um, I, I was in the process of going to bed, so I did not see what happened. He finished with 20 points. Was on pace for much more, so if you had the over on Davis points, I'm sorry. Russell Westbrook finished with 25-8-6, or 25-6-8, depending on which way you read it. Oh, that was my dog uh, whining. I'm not sure if you heard that in the background. But the Chicago Bulls, I say the Bulls are back, man. I say the Bulls are back. Let's take a look at the standings here in the NBA. The Bulls, with 10 wins, are a half game back, a second place, tied with Brooklyn for second place in the East. The Bulls are deep. The Bulls' starters are good. Vucevic is still out, and the Bulls are continuing to win. Tony Bradley had a very good game last night, very solid. Um, I think the Bulls are back. I think the Bulls are back. So, uh, I, you know, buy your stock now. Oh, speaking of buying stock, see how I did that? You are listening to the newest owner of one share of the Green Bay Packers, baby. I, at 8 a.m. this morning, my alarm went off to remind me to buy Packers stock. I didn't look at it till 8.08. I thought I made the worst mistake of my life. I get in there. I am on. I am waiting for over two hours in line online to buy Packers stock, and I did it. I bought it. Three hundred dollars a piece. Thirty-five dollar handling charge. I don't care. I am now an owner of the Green Bay Packers. Financially, could I do it? Not really, but. I don't care. I'm an owner of the Green Bay Packers now. I can go to owners' meetings. I can vote on stuff. I am excited. This is my beloved organization. I've loved this organization since I was three or four years old. Um, I believe I watched the Packers with Brett Favre play the Cowboys. I think they may have put a whooping on them. And from that point on, I was a Packer fan. Went to my first game in second grade. I was at the uh, I was at Memorial Stadium. In Champagne, and I was so scared to get out of the car with my cheese head on because there were a lot of Bears fans that were drinking and yelling. And I said, Dad, they're gonna beat me up. I was scared that these Bears fans were gonna beat me up. And my dad said, We hauled that cheese head like it was a big deal. All the way across this state, you're wearing it. Wore it, got some fist bumps from some Packers fans in the parking lot. Got all the confidence I needed. Cameraman pointed the camera at me with my nice sign saying, John Madden, circle me. And they didn't show me. They said, look during the third quarter. So we recorded the game. We looked during the third quarter. Nothing. They showed a player instead. Absolute bullshit. Robbed from a young age of television time. So that was my first Packer game. Second grade. Went to at least one game where they played the Rams when the Rams are in St. Louis. 
Been to a game in Chicago that was 12 degrees. Been to multiple games up in Lambeau, including this Sunday. Incredibly happy. I am now an owner, and I could not be more thrilled. So a lot of people became owners today. One of the coolest things in sports, if you ask me. Even if it was for another team, even the Bears, I would think it's a really cool thing for fans and players. There were some Packer players buying ownership today. That I don't think that was expected. I don't think that was expected by ownership. Or management, I should say. I am ownership. I did not expect it. Management probably did not expect that. But Packers fans went crazy. They raised, well, when they sell every share, it will be $90 million. Okay? It will be $90 million of whatever they want to do. I, I thought the last one went to charity. I may have been wrong. I don't think this one's going to charity at all. So I, uh, I um, misspoke on that one. But I am a new Packers owner. And Aaron Rodgers disappointed me today on Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show. Because he was asked point blank by A.J. Hawk, pretty much as a joke. So I'm joking here too. But he was asked if he was coming back to Green Bay next season. And he straight up said, no comment. So I was hoping he may give up, you know, maybe there's, you know, we're not closing the door on anything. Um, he's always been a kill him with indifference kind of guy, though. So I'm not ruling anything out. Um, that did not, the way he said no comment did not seem good. But he also said he was just messing with AJ. So I may be reading into something here, like a lot of media members do when he comes on Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays on the Pat McAfee show, which is my favorite part of the week, by the way, except for uh, Friday at about five o'clock. Um, let's take a look at the NFL power rankings. Green Bay at number one. Really did not think they were going to be up here. I thought somebody was going to make an excuse for somebody else. But uh, Green Bay moves up from three to one. Tennessee at two. And I am so happy to see this. They were two last week. They are two this week. I am excited to see Tennessee up here at two because everybody wrote them off after Derrick Henry went down. I think they're going to be fine. They're going to make it to the playoffs. Derrick Henry's going to come back, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the AFC playoffs. Their most important remaining game, according to ESPN, is November 28th, which is two weeks at New England, which I would say is a pretty damn important game. Pretty damn important game. Number three, we got the Arizona Cardinals. Don't like this ranking. I do not like this ranking. Arizona could not beat a mangled Green Bay Packer team. They come out and with their backup quarterback cannot even compete with Carolina. I mean, okay, they didn't have Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray doesn't play defense. It was 34 to 10. It was 34 to 10. Kyler Murray does not play defense. I mean, did we have some injuries? I'm looking here. Did we have some injuries? I mean, DeAndre Hopkins was out. But it doesn't make sense. I mean, this team that's supposed to be so good in Arizona, supposed to be, as some said, before, before they played the Packers, possibly the best team of all time. Obviously a joke. 
But they got the Dallas Cowboys here at four, up from seven. I think the Cowboys should be above Arizona. And then they got the Rams. I would tie the Rams with Arizona at four. Okay. Uh, probably put Arizona in front of them because they have a better because they only have two losses where the Rams have three. What was that last night? What did we just watch? I mean, that was an absolute dismantling. I mean, Matthew Stafford. I saw a tweet that was true. You could take Stafford out of Detroit, but it looks like you cannot take the Detroit out of Matthew Stafford. 26 of 41, 243, one touchdown, two picks. What was that fake at the end of the first half? What was that? What's up with Jalen Ramsey and this defense giving up 97 yards to Debo Samuel? Garoppolo did, to his credit, only have 182 yards. Or to the defense credit, but he had two touchdowns. Elijah Mitchell had 91 yards. Cooper Cup was like the only guy. 11 receptions, 122 yards. He continues his season of absolute dominance. Odell Beckham targeted three times, two of 18. Two for 18. I'm not going to say it's a bad decision yet that he decided to go to the Rams. And you know, as a Packer fan, if anyone's going to say it, it's going to be me. But I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let everything speak for itself. The Rams are all in. Remember that. And they went all in with their defense, too. That was when everyone said they were going all in, right? They got Von Miller. They're all in. They got Aaron Donald still. They're all in. They got Leonard Floyd. They got Jalen Ramsey. They're all in. And they just keep losing. Odell Beckham did have a tackle, though. I'm going to give him that credit. Uh, that was one more tackle than I expected him to have, so he is surpassing expectations out there. Holy crap. Debo Samuel had five carries for 36 yards, as well as 97 rushing yards. Oh, he had a touchdown. So Debo Samuel with two touchdowns, one on a run, one on a pass. George Kittle, five for 50 with a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk, three for 26. I, I tell you what, I want to see that guy get going. I think that guy's a talent that I don't know what it is they can't figure out. I don't know what it is. But And the USA men's national team settled with a draw, one-to-one -one against Jamaica. Let's see who got the goal here. Timothy Way with the goal for the U.S. Michael, 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 Antonio with the goal. Both goals were within the first 22 minutes. The rest of the game was pure boring. I don't know if it was boring. I just know that no one scored. So I, I tell you what, soccer, I, I like soccer. I play FIFA a lot. I like going to soccer matches. When I was in college, we'd get the whole baseball team. We'd go watch our nationally ranked QU men's and women's soccer teams play conference games, sometimes host NCAA tournament games. We'd go and we'd be fired up. Had a little bit of booze, but we were having a damn good time. Soccer can be very fun if you're into it. You got to have a group of friends and you got to all be into it. I've watched soccer here by myself. I've gotten into it by myself, but uh, I, I don't know enough about it. I, I'd love to know more about the European leagues. Um, frankly, I don't know enough about MLS. The only team I know about is the Portland Timbers, 
because they are my favorite team. And this is very arbitrary. I don't know how I ended up with the Portland Timbers. I think their fans were nuts, and I loved it. And I play with them on FIFA. So Diego Valeri, favorite player. Look at that. So, no, um, another freaking soccer game Mims in a tie. Speaking of ties, I think we talked about this last night, last yesterday. Lions, Steelers, ending in a tie. Absolute BS. Go multiple overtimes. Pat McAfee said, trot the kickers out there. Let the kickers go for it. I don't like that idea, but it is better for player safety than continuing to play multiple overtimes. So I would like to see multiple overtimes played. I don't want to see kickers go out there and do it. Um, but we have to deal with ties. I think if we have a 17-game season, it only makes ties more uh, attractive to the ownership because they can say, well, we're not going to make you play multiple overtimes in the, in the name of player safety. We're going to make you play on Thursday nights after playing on Sunday. We're going to make you play in London. Some of you are going to have to play the next Sunday if you choose to. And we're going to make you play a 17th game. But, but in the name of player safety, we're not going to actually end games with a winner. We're going to end games with a tie. So, ooh, we got some news here in college basketball. Loyola Chicago leaving the MVC to join the Atlantic 10. Atlantic 10. They're going to leave the Missouri Valley Conference, join the Atlantic 10. They're going to be the conference 15th member. So, again, the Atlantic 10, uh, not 10. Um, I don't know why team. I don't know why we have not. Um, I don't know why we haven't changed conference names. Change the Big Ten. Change the Big Twelve. Change the Pac-12 changed, right? Just change it. The Atlantic Ten, the A15. Who cares? Do it. Change it. I don't know. College basketball scores. Villanova struggling with Howard. Seven minutes to go in the first. Only up by five. Glad I did not bet that game. I believe the line was minus 29. Uh, Didn't take that. USC up by 10 on Florida Gulf Coast. Nala, would you shut your freaking trap while I'm trying to record? So, Don't be offended. That's how I always talk to my dogs. Um, Please don't report me to anybody. Um, Yep, yep. She wants to go outside for no reason, so don't worry about her. Um, you know, I think that's all we got. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching this Golden State game tonight. Maybe I won't watch it. Maybe I'll play some Call of Duty. Haven't played Call of Duty in a while. Got to get the gang back together. But we've got Golden State at Brooklyn. Then we've got Philadelphia at Utah. So we got two solid games tonight. Spurs play the Clippers. Spurs... Man, why do I feel like they're going to upset the Clippers? What's this line? What is this line? I got to check this line. Plus 250? Ooh. Plus 250. Man, I may take that. I may take that. Depends on how many more of these spotted cows I have. I have uh, been terrible gambling. Our whole friend group, our whole gambling group has been terrible at gambling. We went on a streak for about three days where we won everything. Now we keep losing. Please send some good juju our way. 
looking into getting some co-hosts for the podcast. Hopefully, they decide to not be uh, straight up pussies. And they decide to get on here. We're going to have a few beers, talk a lot of sports, say some things we shouldn't. And uh, hopefully my dogs will be in the kennel instead of staring at me and bothering me, huh? What do we think about that? Huh? What, are you going to shit on my floor? Actually, she might. I got to go. Have a good night. God bless.